Welcome back to the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning podcast for Brain Fact Friday and episode number 157. On a topic that I think we should all be aware of, digital addictions. Do you know what's happening to your brain when you're using certain apps on your smartphone or using your smartphone at all? I'm Andrea Samadhi, author and educator from Toronto, Canada, now in Arizona, and like many of our listeners, have been fascinated with learning and understanding the science behind high-performance strategies in our schools, our sports and workplace environments with ideas that we can all use, understand, and implement immediately. This week's Brain Fact Friday kind of snuck its way into my schedule, as I wasn't planning on writing this topic, and I think there's many other podcasts that cover the subject of addiction more thoroughly than I ever could. But it all started last Friday night when I was out to dinner with my husband and our two friends that we met on the hiking trail, Scott and Ruth. Scott's a business consultant who travels for his work, and he was home for a change, so we met up at a local restaurant and we chatted about life and what was on our minds that day. The conversation took a turn towards our phones that we never have out on the table, and social media, and how addictive some of these apps are for the human brain. Scott mentioned he rarely uses social media, and I think I said something along the lines of, that's really smart, remembering the Netflix documentary Social Dilemma that scared the living daylights out of me. I wrote this down on my phone while watching the movie, that magicians were like the first neuroscientists. What do magicians and neuroscientists have in common? Both are concerned with how the brain works. In magic, people try to fool the brain, and in neuroscience, they're trying to understand the brain. And this documentary will show you how the creators of technology apps have designed their software to trick or fool the human brain, just like magic, into addiction. When we can use an understanding of neuroscience or how our brain works in these situations, we can take a powerful stance towards being in control instead of being controlled by these apps. I was blown away when I heard one of the app developers in this movie say that he had to develop a code to break his addiction to Reddit. I don't use Reddit, but I completely understood what he was saying. The next morning, we hit the hiking trails as usual, and we ran into Scott and Ruth along the way, and Scott told me that he saw an article in the newspaper that might interest me about our conversation last night, and he had put it on the windshield of my car. I said, sounds good, and I was forgetting about what we were even talking about last night, but at the end of the hike, sure enough, he'd pinned the Wall Street Journal on the windshield of my car, and it was called Digital Addictions Are Drowning Us in Dopamine by Dr. Anna Lemke with a headline that would catch anyone's attention these days. Rising rates of depression and anxiety in wealthy countries like the U.S., may be the results of our brain getting hooked on the neurotransmitter associated with pleasure. I read the article written by Dr. Lemke, a psychiatrist and professor at Stanford University, and saw this article was actually an essay from her forthcoming book coming out next week, August 24th, called Dopamine Nation, Finding Balance in the Age of Indulgence, that was about a young patient of hers who came to her with a debilitating anxiety and depression problem, 
And what was interesting is that instead of prescribing him antidepressants that she would have done 20 years ago, she uncovered that he was playing video games every day and prescribed him with a 30-day dopamine fast. She explains that the problem she's seeing in the world today is because of too much dopamine in the brain, a neurotransmitter associated with the feelings of pleasure and reward. And that when we do something that we enjoy, like playing video games, the brain releases a little bit of dopamine and we feel good. But one of the most important discoveries in the field of neuroscience in the past 75 years is that pleasure and pain are processed in the same parts of the brain and that the brain tries to keep them in balance. Whenever it tips in one direction, it will try hard to restore the balance, which neuroscience calls homeostasis, by tipping in the other direction. This is the part that caught my attention, because I know we've all heard of the fact that dopamine is the pleasure neurotransmitter, and too much of it's not good for the brain, but for this week's Brain Fact Friday, did you know that as soon as dopamine is released, the brain adapts to it by reducing or down-regulating the number of dopamine receptors that are stimulated? This causes the brain to level out by tipping to the side of pain, which is why pleasure is followed by a feeling of hangover or come down, Lemke explains. If we can wait long enough, that feeling passes and neutrality is restored. But there's a natural tendency to counteract it by going back to the source of pleasure for another dose. When it comes to addiction, I've always wondered, why on the earth would someone do something that they know is not good for them? I finally understood addiction with brain science in mind. When you do something over and over again, whatever it is, video games, drugs, alcohol, or a certain behavior, dopamine is released until you keep the pattern going and the brain's set point for pleasure changes. And you have to keep doing the thing that once brought you pleasure just to feel normal. The minute you stop whatever it is you're doing, you feel the withdrawal symptoms that make you crave for that addictive thing. Dr. Amen has a graphic that explains the cycle of addiction. I put it in the show notes to help us to all recognize the process and feelings at each stage. Just try to take away someone's smartphone and watch what happens to them. The smartphone is the equivalent of the hypodermic needle for the wired generation. In some of the past episodes, I've spoken about ways to break bad habits you don't like by replacing the bad habit with a new, healthier habit, but this crosses a line that's much deeper than just wanting to replace a cup of coffee with some hot lemon water, like I suggest in episode 35 in January 2020, How to Use Your Brain to Break Bad Habits. Dr. Lemke explains that it's hard to see cause and effect when we're chasing dopamine. It's only after we've taken a break from our drug of choice that we're able to see the true impact of our consumption on our daily lives. Dr. Lemke suggests taking a break from whatever it is that you think is taking too much of your mental real estate. Self-awareness is important here. I couldn't tell you what it might be in your life, but I surely can see it in my own. Dr. Lemke's 30-day detox idea gives enough time to allow the brain to reset its dopamine balance, and she's seeing people feel better than they have in years with this reset. She even suggests that after the 30-day reset, that you can go back to whatever it was you enjoyed, video games being an example, if you're able to limit the time and be sure it's not interfering with your day-to-day life. 
Not everyone plays video games, but just about all of us have a digital drug of choice, and it probably involves using a smartphone. Like we've mentioned before, the equivalent of the hypodermic needle for a wired generation. Remember that whatever your digital drug of choice is, that the minute you use it, that you'll become drowned in dopamine like Lemke explained in her article, causing the brain to level out by tipping towards the side of pain, which is followed by a feeling of a hangover or come down. And if we want to avoid this feeling, the most effective way is to reset the brain with a 30-day digital detox to reset the brain's dopamine balance. What makes this episode more interesting is that after I had started writing it, I looked at some of the podcasts I follow at the start of the week, and I was just referred to Dr. Andrew Huberman's podcast by Greg Wolcott, and his Monday's episode was surprisingly with Dr. Anna Lemke on understanding and treating addiction that I highly recommend. This episode takes a deeper dive into addiction, how to beat it, resetting dopamine, and many other fascinating associated topics. If you've never taken a good look at the areas of your life you could improve with this dopamine fast, I highly suggest trying it as it builds mental strength, autonomy, and like Dr. Lemke mentioned, her patients were never happier after this type of detox. Dr. Huberman says it really well on his podcast. Be prepared because the first 10 days will suck and I couldn't have said it better myself. Until you're able to reach the end of the detox and look back and learn some valuable lessons that you could never have seen while your brain was flooded with dopamine. To close out this week's Brain Fact Friday, I want to encourage anyone who wants to learn more on this topic to visit Dr. Andrew Huberman's podcast with Dr. Anna Lemke and to take a look at her book coming out next week, Dopamine Nation, Finding Balance in the Age of Indulgence. And I want to end with two thought-provoking quotes from the Social Dilemma movie. Think about this. If you're not paying for the product, then you're the product. Thinking about the data collected while you're using an online product and how little attention we pay to the keystrokes we make on our computers. And there's only two industries that call their customers users, illegal drugs and software. This one has new meaning to me after seeing the close correlation with drug and tech addictions. I'll see you next week where we have more interviews than I was ready for, but let's see how many we'll be able to release to help us to sharpen our saw with our thinking, our nutrition, our teaching, all with a deeper understanding of how our brains work. Our next interviews feature Dr. Howard Rankin and Grant Renier on their new book coming out, Intuitive Rationality, where we'll take a look into this intuitive general intelligence system that predicts near and future events while taking into account the fundamentals of human behavior. We'll talk to Michael Roussel on his new book, The Power of Surprise, how your brain secretly changes your beliefs with the powerful effects that surprise has on the human brain. We'll talk to Chrissy Barth, the brainy dietitian on high-performance fuel for athletes. And finally, returning guests from our successful interview on high-quality distance learning, Douglas Fisher, Nancy Fry, and John Allen Road with their new book, How Learning Works, that unpacks the science of how students learn and translates this knowledge into principles and practices for the classroom. I'll see you next week. 
you're enjoying the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning podcast, please don't forget to subscribe so you'll stay up to date with our new episodes. While you're there, please feel free to give us a review or a five-star rating as it helps others find us. For more information on our programs, books, and tools for schools and the workplace, visit us at www.achieveit360.com. 